Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And we're back with all kinds of fun and madness for you. Start out the week informed, but amused, hopefully. I mean, I, I don't know how amusing these Democrats are. They're just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and so wrong on everything that uh, you just have to marvel at it. Over the weekend, was, of course, the three-year anniversary of the day, day. Democracy, democracy almost died. Almost. Here's how New Hampshire Democrat Senator... Jean Shaheen marked the occasion. She tweeted out this little pearl of wisdom oh. from, from our founding father, Benjamin Franklin. I like pearls of wisdom. Here's what she tweeted. A democracy, if you can keep it, said Ben Franklin. Oh, no, no. January 6th, 2021 was uh. a stark reminder of just how fragile our democracy is. <laughs> it's on each and every one of us to never forget the actions that led to that day so we ensure history does not repeat itself. Okay. How about you become informed about what kind of country you're representing? How about that? How about what our founding father said? Maybe you could, I don't know, <laughs> actually look into it and not just... I, I Although I think this is a concerted uh, effort mm-hmm. on purpose. And yeah. we've, we've talked about it many times. He did not say a democracy, if you can keep it. He said a republic, if you can keep it. Uh, does she know the difference? Yeah, uh. I bet she does. I, I bet she actually does. But this is what we've talked about a million times. They're, they're trying to get us used to the term so that they can make that switch. Yeah, and uh, if you do a Google search of the quote... The incorrect quote, a democracy if you can keep it. I mean, it is everywhere. Is it? Mm-hmm. With people believing that's what he said? Yes. Oh, jeez. I mean, yeah, let's just educate ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And, and something else that um, uh, Ben Franklin mm. said that uh, I don't know if Gene Shaheen is aware, but um, he's also quoted as saying um, uh, that um, it's it's a... It's, uh, he said, don't elect morons if you can avoid it. And I don't know that, uh, that we've heeded that. No. No, he didn't say we that? We haven't. We, Did he say that? <laughs> no. But, not that I know of. Okay. Uh, People in New Hampshire clearly didn't, uh, didn't follow that advice. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, that <laughs> would be, a, that, that'd be a great quote. Yeah. Um, because I'd really like us to take that to heart mm-hmm. from now on. Uh, Louisiana Congressman. Clay Higgins sat down with Tucker Carlson over the weekend, and he had a lot to say about January 6th, including the FBI's obvious involvement in the lead-up to it. Mail-in ballot thing, we could see the stage was being set for a compromised election cycle, possibly, and to our horror, that's what happened. So FBI had fingerprints on this thing for many months prior to J4, 5, and 6. I want to go back to something you said in the first sentence, which is you have seen evidence, and that spurred your questions to Chris Ray, that there were FBI assets dressed as Trump supporters within the Capitol. So that is proof of entrapment, because, of course, the federal government could have prevented entry into the Capitol building. There aren't that many doors. You work there, you know. 
but they allowed people in on purpose to entrap them. That's what that proves, I think. Does it not? Well, it's certainly condemning. It's another piece of the of the strategy that the that the government employed to sort of complete the entrapment of Americans that they had had uh, infiltrated and then prodded and provoked with online with the with the, those original seeds planted of of uh, actions like you know what type of gear to wear and 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 just in, in language that incited behavior that could go the wrong way you know pushing actions of of legal and legitimate peaceful protest to an edge where where those Americans would likely not have gone had they not been been you know encouraged by the FBI plant amongst their number that they didn't know was there so by the time it was actually J6 and you had you had uh, masses of Americans assembled outside the Capitol um, almost like 99.9 percent 100 percent peaceful on the inside you had FBI assets dressed as Trump supporters that this. knew their way around the Capitol before the doors even open. Before the doors open, or else how are you going to get around the Capitol? You've been there many times. You need a guide to get from whatever door you go in. It's a labyrinth. It's 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 a maze inside there. So you, that's right. So there's no way. Just Americans, most of which have never been to the Capitol, there's no way they can come in some random door that gets opened and then get their way directly to the to the statuary or the House chamber or the Senate chamber. It's, it's just not possible. So the, the, the FBI assets that were dressed as Trump supporters that were inside the Capitol were there, I believe, and evidence indicates that they were there to, to specifically wave in the, the Trump supporters that had gathered outside the Capitol and the doors open and they were allowed in. And on the inside were, were oh, there's some more Trump supporters, but really those were FBI assets, law enforcement assets that knew their way around the Capitol. And they, they waved those guys in, said, come on, follow us. And they, they're the ones that led them on the path directly. How do you think a guy's never been to the Capitol, going to come into the Capitol all amped up on, on emotion and make his way straight to Nancy Pelosi's office? Come on. <laughs> It's like I couldn't get it. There's no way. I've been there for seven years. Could come in some random door at the Capitol and make my way to Nancy Everything Pelosi. is unmarked. I mean, those leadership offices are unmarked. So it's, how would it, you know It's that? confusing That's to right. get around in the Capitol. Every American that has been Good there point. knows this. When you go on a tour, you bring your family to D.C., you go through the Capitol, you have to have a guide. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that angle explored before. I have not either. That's interesting. Um, that's, that's a really good point. Everybody just came in and I, I guess they had homing signals in their head. <laughs> Congressman Higgins, I mean, he says it hmm. point blank. These were FBI assets dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol. Wow. Nice. Yeah, you know, it's probably true. I mean, would anything surprise you at this point? Yeah. And, and speaking of the, the J6 <sighs> stuff, um, 
the family of Ashley Babbitt has filed a $30 million yeah, wrongful death that. action. And the I, I tweeted this out this morning. Uh, Jonathan Hurling, Hurley uh, had a write-up uh, on this that he lays out new facts. Like, that, that, that Officer Bird needs to be on trial somewhere. The man who shot Ashley Babbitt. Um, I mean, he, her hands obviously were empty. Um, he uh, allegedly gave a false report of shots being fired. After, oh, he did. After the fact. Wow. Um, I mean, he just says, Turley says, the complaint, in my view, raises wow. credible allegations that warrant serious review. Uh, Judicial Watch, by the way, representing the family. Mm. But, I mean, there were officers on the front sides, back of her, and not one warning was given. Yeah. And uh, based on the Supreme Court, according to Turley, uh, you have to be an immediate threat, uh, safety of officers or others. And again, if... If she's there pulling through that little opening in the window and and her hands are obviously empty, then I don't see where the immediate threat was. So good luck to the family of Ashley Babbitt. Mm. Uh, presidential hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy has some things to say about the FBI. Oh. The FBI, it's been rotten since its inception. And it was designed oh. to actually be rotten to its core. <laughs> And so what you see today isn't any surprise. It isn't a deviation from the purpose of the institution. It's actually an instantiation of the purpose of the institution. You cannot reform it. Forget about building the new building. Of course, that's a, that's a, that's a waste of time itself. You have to shut it down. I don't think we need an FBI. In fact, I think we patently need to not have an FBI. It, 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 chainsaw first would bring the chisel after that. Huh. I'm going to make Javier Malay, I believe, look like a modern. I love Javier Malay. I think he's awesome. I've been following his campaign for a long time. I love it. We're going to put that on steroids in the United That's States of America. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Uh, Stop the siren song, Vivek. I'll tell you something. He's <laughs> got guts. He really does. I love it. Uh, I love it. He doesn't seem to be making a lot of headway. For that, you have to not be a conservative. For that, you have to be a rhino. Uh, like Nikki Haley. Oh, gosh. For that, you have to be a warmonger. You have to equivocate on all kinds of different issues. You can't just be solid and consistent and uh, bold and powerful as a conservative. That is almost guaranteed to get you nowhere in the Republican uh, nomination process for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. But it happens every time. There, there's a big rumor right now that... Uh, if and when he loses Iowa, which is almost a foregone conclusion, Vivek? Ron DeSantis, oh, DeSantis. Will, will drop out. I see. Well, you know. They said by the 15th he'll be gone. I mean, that's... His campaign denies that. Okay. I mean, that's a that's that's Iowa caucus day. Right. A week yeah. from today. Which, so by it's the way, either that night, they say, or the next day. Okay. Well, I mean, DeSantis has a very strong ground game in Iowa. A lot of... Um, uh, uh, energy, I guess you could second say, in ground. Iowa right now. According and to the polls. if you've seen the forecast for next week for the primary, uh, uh -huh. it could be below zero. Oh, and, wow. And really? really diehard supporters are going to get out to caucus Sheesh. when it's that miserable out. So that's why... you got to be really dedicated. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Below zero. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Not good. Congrats to the Dolphins. Uh, you get to play in the similar weather in Kansas City next week in your playoff game. Well, that'll be nice for him. <laughs> Won't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs>
but what Vivek is saying about the FBI and what former President Donald Trump said last week about the FBI is a little different. <laughs> uh, here's on, on Truth Social, oh Trump posted this. The FBI headquarters should not be moved to a faraway location, but should stay right where it is in a new and spectacular building. In the best location in our now crime-ridden and filthy, dirty, graffiti-scarred capital. <laughs> they should be involved in bringing back D.C., not running away from it, especially the violent crime. An important part of my platform for president is to bring back, restore, and rebuild Washington, D.C. into the crown jewel of our nation. We will make it crime-free and great again. Uh, that would be a, an accomplishment. The FBI should not be fleeing for safer yet much less convenient environs, it should make where they are now the safest place on earth. Don't move the FBI. That's, yeah, slightly uh, different from what makes it. Does He's, not feel like defund the FBI no, sure, or drain the swamp at all. It sure doesn't. It sure doesn't. I, th I mean, this is the same FBI he knows that raided his home. Yeah, right? yeah, right. That's I, right. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't either. But <laughs> okay, he's a thousand points ahead. Is he? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. The latest poll had him at 62.7% or something uh, nationally. Now, he that doesn't mean a lot during the primary season, but 62% hmm. nationally, it's just huge. We'll find out in a week. We will. Uh, supposedly in Iowa, it's like 46 to 23 or something. Hmm. Uh, Trump versus DeSantis. And then, you know, in New Hampshire, Nikki Haley's number two. DeSantis is fourth. And I, I, I haven't seen the polls for South Carolina, but I'm guessing she's Boy, at or near the top of that list. I'll check on that. That's her home state. Yep. Yep. So she could have two primaries in a row where she looks really good and gain some serious momentum. I swear. I can't take it. If she's on I, any ticket. I know. I, I I know. I will not vote for that ticket. And that's, I don't make a lot of guarantees mm -hmm. uh, in politics. Definitely not in sports. Yeah. But um, there's not a chance I vote for the Republican ticket if Nikki Haley is on it. Period. People have taken to her. Full stop. Uh, it, it happens every uh, time. South Carolina trumps up big. Is he? Yeah. Even over Haley, huh? Yeah, 30 points ahead of Haley, well, who good. was the second. Okay, 30 points, even in her home state? According to the Real Clear Politics average. I mean, this thing's pretty much over, it seems. You know, nobody's gotten any. Well, Haley's got a little bit of traction where it comes to passing up uh, DeSantis. Yeah, but Haley won't um, say, she won't shut the door on the possibility of being... Trump's vice president. Of course, she surprise, won't. surprise. Yeah, but um, but I love like DeSantis was asked if he would be uh, Haley's vice president. He's like absolutely not. <laughs> so he's <laughs> not he, going to be the vice president for anybody. Has he been like. asked if he'd be Trump's vice president? Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be a pretty good. Don't. Supposedly, according to the article I read, where that said he was going to drop out, they also said he'd endorse Trump when he did. So I don't know. We'll see next week, I hmm. guess. Um, maybe we'll be surprised in Iowa. It's happened before, but uh, it does look like Trump's got this thing wrapped up already. We'll see. Uh, but he's been getting flack the last 48 hours for something he said about the school shooting in Perry, Iowa last night. Yeah, it's horrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here. But uh, I'll have to get over it.
All right, you see how oh. you see how tight that was edited, okay? Yeah. Got to get over it. And that's that's how it's being portrayed. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. 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 How about the full context? You want that? Yes, okay. let's hear the full context. Very good. Okay. Before going further, I want to send our support and our deepest sympathies to the victims and families touched by the terrible school shooting yesterday in Perry, Iowa. Mm -hmm. To the entire community, we love you, we pray for you, and we ask God to heal and comfort really the whole whole state and the pain, the pain that you have. This is something that's uh, very unique to your state. Uh, We're really with you uh, as much as anybody can be. It's a very terrible thing that happened. And uh, it's just horrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll have to get over it. We have to move forward. We have to move forward. But to the relatives and to all of the people that are so devastated right now, to a point they can't breathe, they can't live, mm. uh, we are with you all the way. We're with you, and we love you and cherish you. We're, uh, we're also despicable. Little, little different yeah, uh, big time. tone than... Yes, very different. The scope down clip that we got first. <laughs> They're sure trying. Mm-hmm. Trying every way they possibly can to uh, besmirch him. And, you know, uh, they don't care what they have to do to make him look bad. They don't care. They don't care if it's honest, dishonest, if it's a lie. Uh, so many of the things from the... January 6th nonsense have been disproven too, and they don't get any coverage whatsoever. Nobody cares about the full truth uh, of what happened on January 6th. During that riot, not an insurrection. And it's interesting because they're using the 14th Amendment and the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment to try to keep him off ballots. They're doing that in Colorado, did it in Maine. And now the Supreme Court is going to uh, is going to decide the issue. They're hearing arguments beginning on February eighth, so we still have a, exactly a month from today. Uh, and I wish you'd get on it a little bit quicker than that. <laughs> you need to, because first of all, um, let's say it was an insurrection. All you have are accusations of insurrection he hasn't been found guilty he hasn't been found criminally liable for committing an insurrection the clause they're talking about is in the 14th it's section 3 of the 14th amendment and it has to do with just to boil it down if you've taken an oath to defend the constitution and then you participate in an insurrection you're ineligible for office that's what they're trying to get away with accusing him of now well, you can accuse him of that all you want. He hasn't been convicted of anything. Even if even if that's how you view this situation, first of all, he's got to have the trial. <laughs> and of course, it wasn't an insurrection to begin with. I mean, that's just asinine to call it that in the first place. This dumb riot that continually referred to by the left as an insurrection and... It almost destroyed our fragile democracy. Well, if we had a democracy, it would be fragile. It would have been Franklin. He's, we had the quote. What do you mean? <laughs> right, right, Gene. Shaheen. Yeah, and, and so you're referencing a Civil War era. I mean, they updated it later, I think. But uh, a yeah. Civil War era. Um, yes, it was designed for 
the Confederates right. not to get back into office. Well, uh, interestingly enough, uh, speaking of the Civil War, Donald Trump is out on the campaign trail. Civil War been a hot topic lately, especially with Nikki Haley and, mm-hmm. uh, the, and her answer. But um, uh, Trump made some comments about the Civil War, and um, boy, if he if he had only been around then, mm. that we could have avoided a lot of bloodshed in this country. If you take a look, I mean, the wars, I don't know what it is. The Civil War was so fascinating, so horrible. It was so horrible, but so fascinating. It was, uh, I don't know, it was just different. I just find it, I'm so attracted to seeing it. So many mistakes were made. See, there was something I think could have been negotiated, to be honest with you. I think you could have negotiated that. All the people died. So many people died. You know, that was the disaster. If you got hit by a bullet in the leg, you were essentially going to die or lose the leg. That's why you had so many people, no legs, no arms. If you got hit in the arm or the leg, it meant you were up because the infection, gangrene. It was just such a, you know, sort of a horrible time. But that's, I was thinking to myself, because I was uh, reading something and I said, this is something that could have been negotiated, you know? It was just for all those people to die, and they died viciously. That was a vicious, vicious war. Mm -hmm. And uh, in many ways, look, they're all this, nothing nice about it, but boy, that was a a tough one for our country. But I think it's... uh, you know, well, it was. Abraham Lincoln, of course, if He's he negotiated right. it, you probably wouldn't even know who Abraham Lincoln was. Uh, Wait, why? <laughs> he would have been president, but he would have been president. He would have well, been, uh-huh. he wouldn't have been the Abraham Lincoln, would have been different, but uh-huh. that would have been okay. It's, uh, hmm. it would have been a, a thing that, and I, I know it very well, I know the whole process that they went through, and they just couldn't get along, and that would have been something that hmm. could have been negotiated and they wouldn't have had that problem but it was a tell it was a hell of a time yeah. and you think of it today uh i would have mm-hmm. absolutely stopped putin he would have never gone in and he didn't you know for four years he didn't there was never even a thought of it going in and that was the apple of his eye he would tell mm-hmm. me we would talk <laughs> <laughs> okay you could uh, look well how would you have, have negotiated that. that down how how would you have stopped the civil war with negotiation that would bet I'd be interested to hear how he would have negotiated that with the South he to figure you. that out. He told you he's going to. He would have negotiated it. Negotiate. Yeah, just work it out. Oh, well, that was you brilliant. Know? That was the best thing he said right there. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> also on the campaign trail, Nikki Haley been talking about the Civil War lately as well. <laughs> She's been called out for saying that New Hampshire would correct whatever the Iowa caucus results are. Yeah, remember that we played that last week. Yep. Here's what she said over the weekend. Okay. But look, the structure of it is really pretty amazing. That Iowa starts it. You change personalities. You go into New Hampshire, and they continue it on. And by the time it gets to South Carolina, it gets bigger going into Super Tuesday. There's something very cool about the process. Okay, so you change personalities. Mm -hmm. So she's been getting flack on that. What does she mean? Is she saying you are changing your personality for the state? Or... Are you talking about or the, the, the personalities of the state? Of the yeah, or the voters? Yeah, the personalities. You know, the people who are actually still in the race after Iowa. Mm-hmm. What do you mean there? But she's just—I mean, the personality had, of the race has changed. She's had so many. Ah, she's terrible. Rough she's just terrible comments lately that can be open to interpretation like I, that. I don't understand how she is where she is. She should be dead last in this thing. <laughs> Maybe ahead of Chris Christie. I was about to say, I was maybe. about to say, Chris Christie's there at the bottom. Yeah, though. maybe, maybe just slightly, like a half a point ahead of Chris Christie. They're both terrible. 
but that's, you know, that's where this usually winds up uh, in the primary. Um, when you have all these great choices, but at least you have the comfort to know that Trump is still leading her by 30 points or <laughs> 40 points. So there's that. Uh, and let's check in with what Joe Biden was up to over the weekend, because he's always fantastic. You talk about Nikki Haley. This guy, of course, is even better. He showed up at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, ahead of his yeah. January 6th <laughs> yeah, speech. Yeah, and they had to move up the January 6th speech to January 5th because of winter up there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. A little thing it. called winter that kind of gets in the way of their global warming BS. Exactly. It shouldn't be happening now, should it? <laughs> thought the planet is warm so much that we're not going to see snow anymore. Remember that whole thing in the early 2000s? Oh, I do. You're, you'll have to tell your teach your grandchildren what snow looked and <laughs> felt like because there's not going to be any anymore. I love it. Okay. All right. Here he is. So, Joe look, Biden. He's getting a field trip here. So the park ranger, I think Joe asks, is that a flagpole? What, is, what do you call that? Is that, is that? <laughs> What's that tall thing right yeah, there? Yeah, what is... <laughs> Close your mouth, Joseph. <laughs> he can't. Close your freaking he mouth. He can't and he won't. There you go. Wait, where is he? Stand over here. Wait, don't Wait, go over did there. he just circle around me? What am oh, I... Oh, you're a cat. I don't know what to do about it. Like oh, a no. cat. Oh, can I... I think I think the park ranger was like, and these are called... Uh, this is where you put your feet. Yeah, right. Hey, who put this wall here? Huh? Is Trump in here? Am I supposed to walk into it? <laughs> what do I do with this thing? Close your freaking mouth, man. Oh. He, I think he's so confused. I think he thinks at he's at the border. He, he like, has no idea. Who put this wall here? He doesn't know where he is. Oh no, it's so bad. Uh, he got a little. We got a little taste of uh, the angry speech that came out of yeah. his face. Okay, another one. I love it when he gets all excited. He goes from whisper zero to sixty. Watch mm-hmm. this. And I believe I know America's. Mm. We'll defend the truth, <laughs> not give into the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. We'll honor the sacred cause of democracy, not walk away from it. It's not democracy. We're not a democracy. Wow. But, man, they are hammering that like they've never hammered it before. It's unbelievable, really. I mean, in Dementia Joe. Yeah. uh, Zero to 60 with his whisper to rage. does that all the time. Beavis moment. (sighs) And then, of course, as always, he gets confused at the end of his speech because he doesn't have the teleprompter telling him what to do, where to go, (laughs) where to turn. I know. He has to turn away from it. Yeah. And then he loses all stage direction. he He can't figure out where to go. And they've told him. A thousand times before the speech. Mr. President, turn around, walk straight back off the stage. Mr. President, turn to your left, walk straight off the stage. Be careful coming down the stairs. Somebody will greet you there. Whatever the case may be, he can't do it to the point where Jill Mm -hmm. has to come out and save him and take him by the hand and lead him off the stage. Literally. Here's what happened. Come on, old man. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay, there's there's a longer version. We'll have to play that later. Oh, okay. Uh, where he looks around, he has no <laughs> the, idea. The lead up to, to the to the walk-off. the lead up to it is yeah. great because okay. I don't think she was meant to come out and lead him out. Right. I think she was waiting for him to come off the stinking stage, and uh, didn't. There's a 30 second clip. Uh, 
Chris, if you can find that, I'll send it to you here in a minute. Copy. Uh, but that was like seven seconds. Okay. Afterward, uh, Marine One landed back at Andrews Air Force Base. And he doesn't have the benefit of Dr. Joe Biden at no. this moment. And he's lost. He's just totally confused. Oh, yeah, she's there. But then she just oh, walks she away. There. Watch this. Which is she, a mistake. She should know better than that. She thinks that he's got it handled. You got it? Okay, no, cool. No. There's a helicopter, right? And look at somebody's uh, waving him over. Yep. Huh, what? What's this? Do I get back on it? <laughs> what do I do? Hey, what do I do? What do I do? Tell me where I go. Are you going to fly me to the and door? He, and, and the guy, look at He's like, yeah, yeah, just, he's holding his hand. Where's Jill? Yeah. Uh, incredible. You, it's incredible. You just got off the helicopter. You want to walk this way now. My gosh. How could you vote for this man? How could you possibly Unreal. vote for him? He is so lost, so out of it. Bless his heart. He should be no, don't no. in a in a retirement home. No, I refuse to feel sorry for this man for a nanosecond. He should be in a in a home of some sort or his own home back in Delaware. I don't care. He should be in a prison. He should rotting. not be at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. You get free care in the uh, prison system. And then the government yeah. can take care of you that way instead of as the president of the United States. And you'll know exactly where to go because guards will be there with sticks helping you find the way. So uh, that would be great. Oh, oh! speaking of the, the Biden crime family, uh, Nikki Haley was asked if she would pardon Hunter Biden. And she just meandered all over the place. Again, he hasn't been, well... Right, he hasn't been That, that hasn't played out completely, but it was mm -hmm. just so vanilla. It's just like... I can't stand it when she speaks about <laughs> anything because it's so frustrating. Yeah, she's Ugh. she's not good. She's not my optimal candidate, that's for sure. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Jailbird for now. Tweets. Changing Franklin's quote is purposeful. Mm-hmm. The left has mastered Orwellian changing of language. Have they ever? And we just let it be. We just let them do it. Watching it happen right before our very eyes. Even though we've been warned over and over and over by, you know, uh, literature, by, uh, by commentators, by... Advisors by philosophers. Please be careful of this. Watch for these things. And we still kind of don't. So, uh, Holy Smoke 1776 tweets The Communist Party is doing exactly what Big Mike Obama said we have to do. We need to rewrite history. Yeah. That's how you end up with founding fathers being intentionally misquoted. Yep. Jimmy Dimples, uh, I've heard word that we should refer to January 6, 2021 as Entrapment Day. Oh, I'm all for that. Like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael NP, 1701, conservative can't get nominated because the system is filled with people who are only there to line their pockets. From Frank Johnson's alter ego, referring to Ashley Babbitt on January 6th, I'm telling you, the woman was halfway through a small window, practically horizontal, unarmed, and in a position that makes it impossible to pose a threat. Mm -hmm. This was nothing but murder. Uh, MSNBC. MSNBC over the weekend um, had a video 
on this. Oh, they they commemorated January. Commemorated 6th? the okay. uh, J six, which because it's been three years. Three obviously. years since democracy almost died. And uh, here's what they had. Is Michael Fanone, former DC Metropolitan Police Officer? Oh, geez, this guy. Courage for America. <laughs> Pause it for a second. Every time I see this guy show up on screen, I nearly vomit. Every t- what a douchebag this guy is. What a lying sack. A grifter. Oh, all right, here he is. Is Michael Fanone, former Michael DC Fanone. Metropolitan okay. Police Officer, right. Courage for America Council Member, Courage and author for America. Of Hold the Line, Hold the, line. the Insurrection oh, and One Cop's insurrection. Battle for America's Soul. <laughs> Officer Fanone, I'm going to try to get through this. For he doesn't soul. pause it again. He doesn't think much of himself, does he? One cop's battle for America's soul. Hold on, and I don't think because <laughs> neither you nor I Come have seen now. this clip. Chris just threw this at us, and and I don't even think that Michael Fanone is the point of this clip. Am I right? It's going <laughs> to no, it be the not. MSNBC anchor's reaction to January yes. 6th. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, keep going, Officer Fanone. I'm going to try to get through this. Oh no! He's going to um, cry. Are you going to weep? Yeah. Thank you. Pause it for a second. This is unbelievable! The freaking anchor at MSNBC is weeping! He has a, if you're listening, oh my he gosh. has a handkerchief oh my up gosh. to his face. And he's, try to get through. he's dabbing away the snot that's dripping down his nose already from his weeping and dabbing his eyes because the tears are pouring out. I'm trying to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> it is unreal. This is awesome. This is Kabuki Officer Theater. Fanone, I'm going to try to get through this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, See if you can. I what a hero. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank for what you did three years ago today. What did he do? Um, please what tell me your do? thoughts um, on this third anniversary. This is pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, it would be no. great if he He's wept as up. well. He is. He's choked up. Yeah, here we, we go. are. Uh, we are uh, still in the midst in the of midst. the the same fight that began uh, on January sixth, two thousand and twenty-one. Are we? Um, and Don't cry, bro. We have a lot at, at stake. In Give this him a country. hanky. Give him a uh, hanky. Or and Kleenex. I think that it deserves every American's attention. Don't cry. Okay. Oh, oh my. He's God. good. They're both good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna try to come gonna, on now. Try to get through this. <laughs> so, are you telling me that you guys I, did not cry like this? No, MSNBC like babies. Reporters. So, no, Officer no. Fanone. I mean, try to get through this. I'm gonna try to get through this. It's they're acting like it's 9/11. I know. For what you did three years it's ago. It's worse than 9/11. All right, them, stop. Um, I, again, let's remind ourselves here. Nobody. Nobody died that day except Ashley Babbitt. She's the one who died. Oh, and uh, another one of the Trump supporters got trampled to death. Two people died. They were both Trump supporters. That's who died. They'll try to attribute five cops' death that had nothing to do with it to this day, to yeah. this crowd. And let's be clear on the trample to death. Let's not make it God, sound like... like, like I don't think the crowd, no. if I'm wrong, it was the police stopping right. her. Yeah, it was the police. The police killed her. In both cases, the police killed people. Not the other way around. As much as we support law enforcement, sometimes they don't deserve our, our support, as in this case, where they killed two people. Did they need to? I don't think so. 
should Ashley Babbitt have been breaking windows and trying to get in uh, to that door? No. But you didn't need to shoot her dead without warning, by the way. Without warning. Not, hey, stop or I'll shoot. Nothing like that. Talk about hands up, don't shoot. Nobody said that at that particular point either, and they should have. Jeez, I I don't know. It's really difficult. I'm so tired of doing the disclaimers on January 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, because people did get unruly. A small number of people got unruly. There were probably 3 million people there. How many of those got out of control? A small percentage. A really small percentage. At the behest of undercover FBI agents dressed as Trump supporters, according to Congressman Higgins. Yeah. But they'll never grant that point. They'll never... they, They won't retreat on any of this, no matter how much the facts come to light. And no matter how much we actually find out about this, they, they'll never let go of January 6th because it's all they have on the right. Pathetic. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, I think we got the, uh, uh, the full context of Joe Biden's confusion okay. Okay. on that uh, speech the other day when he turned around and there was nobody there to help him and his wife had to come out and save him. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh, he's just staring off because it, it's off. over. It's over. Turns to the right. No idea. Oh my gosh. What do I do? Yeah. What, what, oh my where, gosh. What, what? Okay, here comes Jill. Oh, oh thank my goodness. Gosh. So then they act like this she was acts, part of the yep, program. Yep. Okay, hi, I just came out to take a bow too, even though I don't know what I'm <laughs> taking credit for, but yeah, okay, I'm just here to get my uh, old man off the stage. Let me just... And waved to everybody. Okay, it, now I'm going to pull him off the stage by his hand. Oh Here we gosh. go. Wait a minute. Oh, another wave just to pretend. Okay, yeah, this was all planned in advance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just here to... Now he's wandering around again yeah. in circles. Then she has to take him by the hand, Whoa. literally, and walks him off the stage. And then he looks up at the end, which is what you do when you're completely brain dead. Look uh-huh. at this. I, I, incredible to me. This guy is the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. Yeah, and I think that's where he comes wow. back to the podium and says, I know about power, or something like that. Yes, he I did, think, right? Yeah. He said that. Uh, After his J6 speech? Yeah. Well, he comes out, and then he sp- he says that. I know about power, n- and nobody laughs at all. Was He's that like, a reference what, to what are you Jill? talking about? Nobody, yeah, yeah, it was a reference to Jill. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had to powerfully escort him off the stage. So, yeah, he knows about power. <laughs> he knows that he doesn't have it and somebody else wields yeah, it. Yeah, and can I just say, <laughs> I, who's the president of the United States? Who's running this country? You've got uh, uh, Lloyd Austin, defense secretary. Yeah, and who, Biden supposedly didn't even know about this. They didn't even inform him because yeah. I, I swear the man is an afterthought because he's not at the top of this government. He's not in charge yeah, of right. anything. He's in charge of reading the words that are put in front of his face. He's in charge of signing the bills that are slid in front of him. That's all. That's all. They don't even He's think it's even a priority head. to tell him about Lloyd Austin going into the hospital. Yeah, if you hadn't heard, uh, Lloyd Austin was checked into the hospital. Some, he had some kind of complication from an elective surgery. Yeah. And so he had to go into the hospital for days. Never told Biden. Yeah. Biden didn't know. His, Where the defense secretary was. And his number two is on vacation. 
Jeez. So again, who's running this country? Incredible. Barack Obama. Barack Obama's running this country. Absolutely. And 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 I love how like they won't even reveal what the elective surgery was. Okay, fine. It went in mm-hmm. on December 22nd, went back in January 1st, was in the ICU for what, four days. And intensive care. And and the point that I saw someone Jeez. make is that you know, this guy wants medical privacy, but yet uh, Lloyd Austin was the one who demanded no. that, that military service members get the uh, yeah, right. experimental shot. And I'm sorry, you don't you don't get medical uh, uh, secrecy or privacy when you're the defense secretary and you're in the ICU. Mm-hmm. The American people have the right to know what's going on with you, just like with Mitch McConnell. When he completely blanked out, not once, but twice, we had the right to know what's going on with him. And they lied to us in that case, too. Oh, was He was dehydrated. I'm sorry. I've been dehydrated. That's not what that was. Yeah. Even I don't think Jake, oh, Jake Sullivan uh, was even made aware of it. The National Security Advisor. I mean, it's just like, who is running this country? And the second-in-command uh, at the Defense Department... Uh, said that she was ready to take over at any time. No, she you was weren't. Set. No. You were getting room service. Shut up. Come on now. Unbelievable. Oh, this country is Oh, lost. it's we're in trouble. Lost. Coming up on overtime today, we'll hear from an Iranian who crossed into the U.S. illegally. He's going to explain to us why the United States should be very concerned yeah. about who's entering the country illegally. Very Wait, interesting. what? Very interesting. And it's not just Republicans who see what's happening. Democrat Senator John Fetterman still making some sense. I love it. Listen to this. And allies admit there's a crisis at the border, and uh, I don't know how anybody could pretend that there isn't. <laughs> right? And yet, that's exactly what his party is doing. <laughs> They're pretending. Yeah. Uh, uh, I tell you, man. These. Uh, mm. I don't know. Are we sure that's? John Fetterman? The real John Fetterman? Are we sure? I'm frankly not. I mean, it, it could be anybody at yeah. this point. Do I don't we know. Have, did, I, did I send in the graphic uh, of all the... I don't know that I sent this in. Shoot. The Fetterman thing? The Foursquare thing? No. Uh, like, he, he wants to ban China from owning uh, American farmland. Right. He says the Colorado Supreme Court made a mistake in keeping Trump off the ballot. Wow. He's obviously talking common ah. sense multiple times now about the border. Uh, Israel. Uh, and, and and here's a quote from him on Israel. I would be the last man standing to be absolutely there on the Israel Israeli side on this with no conditions. My gosh. That's amazing. So again, I ask the question. It's not facetious. I know. I know it's, it's weird. It's, it's that. It's weird. Is that him? Have you guys heard the theory that probably, I don't know if it's true enough, but I like it, that because of the him going to the hospital... Mm-hmm. His brain reset. Mm. Okay. So I'm like, ooh, I, I, I like that. So he went, yeah, he, got, he went to factory settings. Yeah. <laughs> factory reset. <laughs> he also said, now, of course, he went to Harvard back in the day before strokes uh, wiped him out. He went to Harvard and he's been commenting on Harvard too. He said, it's always been a little pinko. <laughs> what? But now it's so bad, he doesn't recognize it. 25 years later, he said, as an alum of Harvard, look, I graduated 25 years ago, and of course it was a little pinko, but now I don't recognize it. That's amazing. But John Fetterman went to an Ivy League school. Yeah, I'm surprised. But, I mean, we didn't see him before. 
Before the stroke, really, we weren't aware of him. But it's so bad now that Sink, you know, the guy from Young Turks, mm-hmm. actually pronounces it Jank, I guess. C E N K, Jank. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, but he's very disappointed with Fetterman. He called him a fraud and uh, he, he accused him of turning into a Republican. Okay. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, let's see. Mm. Now John Fetterman is telling everyone how he's not a progressive. He rejects us. Yeah. And is now calling Harvard pinko. What the F? <laughs> this is why people lose hope because of frauds like Fetterman. You work hard to get a progressive elected and they turn into Republicans instantly. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah, we've seen that. Uh, never. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that long ago where we were saying on this program, six years, this guy, he'll be out I know. by Easter, his wife will take I over. Know. Now we're like, all right, we got five more years of this guy <laughs> occupying a Democrat seat. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I will still maintain he shouldn't be in office. No, I agree. However, uh, he's done some amazing turnarounds here what an of what a fascinating term already for this guy yeah it one it is sixth of the way through it it is it's fascinating <laughs> oh boy okay Jeez. well uh be interesting to see uh uh i wonder how he's polling like i guess i don't know if they do a poll in the job approval on a mm. senator just out of the gate but uh, i'd be yeah, interested to see sure. what pennsylvanians think about uh, john fetterman so we uh we obviously have uh, our share of interesting lawmakers here, and apparently so does New Zealand. Here's the <laughs> inaugural speech of the youngest member of New Zealand's parliament in 170 years. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Is she doing the haka? Yeah. There you go. Oh my gosh. That Aboriginal stuff, right? Awesome. I love this. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that's a good way to start the session. Yeah. I don't. I think we, we're bearing the lead, though. I don't think it's the speech. Can we get a still shot of, of of that, please, going on there in the parliament? What's hanging off this guy's ear behind her? It's like a is that Some garlic? Mask. It's like a garlic, garlic cl- clove or what? What's happening there? <laughs> what is going on with his ear? What is that? That is interesting. Is it yeah. a I didn't seashell? That. Is it a? Yeah, she took him off right before she started singing. Okay. Oh, anyway, so there you go. That's uh, great. That's uh, that's great. New Zealand's parliament. <sighs> Fun that's, stuff. That's some interesting Pretty stuff right there. I'd yeah. say. Now, I want to see Chuck Very Schumer weird. do that. Yeah. I want Chuck Schumer doing that on the floor mm. of the Senate. Yeah, just to kick off a Senate session. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. That's well, fun. I guess that's where it originated, right? It's. I think it's New Zealand or... Tonga. So, I, I don't know. Uh, this interesting. Well, I found a poll. This is from last summer, though. Thirty-nine percent approval rating in Pennsylvania for Fetterman. Oh wow. 
So okay, whatever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, we got some uh, tweets to share. Uh, Bob Blah Blah 555 tweets. I'm pretty sure Karl Marx was the one who once quoted a democracy if you can keep it. There it is. Yeah, not Ben Franklin. It's Karl Marx. <laughs> Hi, plain stranger. Uh, how can Dems vote for Biden? They aren't voting for the candidate, they're voting for the apparatus behind the candidate. From Kevin Thompson, I've learned if you want to predict another January 6th, just look for massive sales of khaki shorts, Ray-Bans, and Carhartt shirts they wore. Yes! <laughs> I like it. That's good. Uh, that'll be a, a pretty clear tip-off right there. Uh, in Germany, farmers have been protesting higher taxes on farm equipment, mm-hmm. and hardly anybody is reporting on it. Uh, this was the scene, though, over the weekend in front of the German parliament Look building. Look at this. Look at this, man. They are just everywhere. Hello. Oh, wow. Here we are. Yeah, wow. You, you gonna you gonna take away our farm equipment? Yeah, they really kind of showed up, didn't they? Uh huh. You think that could happen here? I don't. I it could, but I don't know if it would. Look at that. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's really something. That's- uh, and apparently it worked. The yes, government scrapped the proposal. Ah, ah. That's how it's done. Yes. Uh, also in Europe, they've got big problems with mass migration, just like we do here. Um, here's a video of what two migrants did to a pregnant woman on a bus in France. It's tough to watch. <clears throat> oh, 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 gosh. Darn it. Oh, bien fait, bien fait, bien fait. The baby is okay. Bien fait, bien fait. Oh, man. Yep. That is ugly and yep. very, very disturbing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and here were recent immigrants to Britain who had this to say about the rape culture that so many immigrants are bringing with them. Hmm. Guys, let's go. Some of them, they're not screaming. It's like they they wanted to be raped, you see. She also she grabs wanted you. To be raped. She no it's more like crying. she's like enjoying it, you know, oh, even my. though she isn't, but it's like she's enjoying yeah. it. Do you think it's right? Do you think it's right to rape? Keep listening. Yeah, it's 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 wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. What about the consequences of what you're doing in terms of how that affects exactly. the person that's raped? Listen yeah, the consequences we look at that all the time, you know, because it happens. She might scream, you know. People might wake up. A lot of people. Especially. I'm not just talking about. I'm talking about the emotional effect, the physical she effect. Might, she might scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes we know that uh, we might rape her. And wake up tomorrow with viruses ourselves, oh, like oh HIV. You know. What no, about what about regretting what you've done to the girl? Listen to this. Listen to this. I also do regret about it because if she f- fell pregnant, oh, you, what will be that baby's father? Who will be that oh. baby's father? But what you about see? her personal feelings? Those are the consequences. <laughs> what about her personal feelings? Dead oh, silence. Oh, that is staggering. Yep. Wow. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I mean, did you see, like, every time the journalist wow. guy was asking them... Yeah, it's all only how it affected them. Yeah, well, yeah, she These might are... scream, or I might get a disease, or she might get pregnant. No, that's not what I'm asking, man. These are animals. <sighs> There's no other way to describe it. Yep. Mm. Wow. Mm. 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 
Here's a British woman discussing immigration in her country, uh, face-to-face with a refugee. She's great. You'll have your own strong viewpoints, but I believe that they can be civilly I don't think that wanting to ensure the future survival of my people is unacceptable or should be seen as offensive to other people. We have a right to our exclusive identity, our home history, heritage, culture, and to exist as a people. Nobody has the right to take that from us. The people who are trying to take that from us are the extremists, in my opinion. Right! And I didn't like, I didn't think that that feels at all like exclusive or um, kind of contradictory with this lovely man could make a home here because he's 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 a gift to the gift to pets and the children that have been raped in racially and religiously motivated crimes by people of his community. How is my community supposed to reconcile the fact that they opened up their doors, gave refuge to people that said, please, let us come here for a better life, and then what do you do? Pause it for a second. Is that an actual stat? One million white women have been raped by illegals in Britain? I know for a fact that in Germany since 2017... Uh, I think it's two and a half rapes a day at the hands of migrants. And that's not talking about just wow. the, the, the German mm. on German rapes. Right. I know it's two and a half a day for uh, migrants doing that to Crazy. German women. Easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see the rest. And kill our people, and you expect us not to be angry about that? Yeah. Yes, I, I recognize none of that. Well and in, in most but it is coming from his community against mine, and it's racially and religiously motivated by foreign peoples that are coming to our country from our gratitude and kindness. Rape, though, is not an exclusively Asian thing. There are white folks who. Yes, there are white men that rape. Yeah. There are rapists of all things. The difference is that this is a racially and religiously motivated act of genocide that is targeted against our people to cause our people's harm. In the genocide Pause it for a second. There's state. that excuse again. Well, we've got white people here in our own country who rape our own. Yeah, we don't need more! <laughs> we don't need more rapists or murderers or drunk drivers or people siphoning off the system. We don't need any more of that. Do you not understand that? It doesn't make it okay because we already have crime. You're adding to it in a major way. What an asinine excuse, and they use it every time. Well, we've got our own blah, blah, blah here. (laughs) Jeez. All right. See if we can make it through this. <laughs> She's really B good. means causing physical and mental harm to members of a specific group. So you're not going to argue with me that gang raping children is not going to cause them serious physical and mental harm. And the no, difference is, is there's been a million white children, uh, one million white kids in the last few decades that have been raped by Muslim Pakistani men. It is targeted, and our community have a right to be angry. If it was any other country and any other peoples, they'd be burning down the homes and trimming out the country. But because white people are so tolerant, so far all we've done is demos. But that will come to an end, and I assure you. Wow. And we don't involve ourselves in gratuitous violence and, and terrorism. We're white people. 
We desolate continents, we wipe out civilizations, and we start world wars. So far, we've been tolerant. But you wait until that tolerance is gone, when the Anglo-Saxon no longer wishes to tolerate the rape, robbing, and extortion and theft of our identity. Right. What's going to happen? Germany or from Britain? They were originally Dukes and Saxons and Angles from Germany. The Anglo-Saxons are a mix of the Celts and the Saxons, all northern Western European white race people. We have no genetic difference in our composition. Europeans are all one brotherhood. Before that, there wasn't any black, browns, or Asians, or anything else living in Britain. In fact, in the, in the 1950s, Empire, what was Europe? Europe it was less Mauritania, than 0.3% in Britain were Syria, so what was Europe then? Yeah. Even the definition of the concept, no, even Syria the concept is of not Europe, a European Europa, country. Europa, was different a thousand years ago. The Romans included Northern Africa, they included parts of Syria. So there's been a heritage of change. The terms you're using, what is Europe, what is Britain, all this has constantly changed. Yeah. And people, Britain's human not have been changed moving. at all. Britain has been known as Britain and Great Britain since the Romans. Right, Britons. Oh, can we can say the same, right? So your home doesn't exist. It's been populated by lots of people. There's no such thing as Asians or Pakistanis, and it would be perfectly fine if we were to wipe you out. Let's take your lands, mm. let's take your identity, let's rewrite your history so that you're not part of it, mm. and make you not exist. You know why? Because nations and people so are so interchangeable that it doesn't matter if we genocide an entire peoples, because we're all the same, right? Could we... Katie Fanning, Bubba Kate versus the state. You're not even up here, you want your own laws. They're trying to get Sharia law in London, saying that they can't be... I will let one of my colleagues continue. It was lovely to speak to you. Fantastic. And I am welcome to conversation, by the way. <laughs> what, was your, what was you trying to get across there? Well, oh, I think it was pretty clear. When people think that we're being extreme or unacceptable, mm-hmm. if we, what's happening to us was applied to any other peoples in the world, it would be seen as a crime against humanity. Right. Yet when our identity is stolen, when our children are raped, when terrorist attacks are happening against us and we protest, they call us the far right. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if a million black girls have been raped oh in relation, racially motivated offences? by white men. Oh. That'd be all over the news. We'd never hear the end of it. But a million white kids can be raped and we're told, if you talk about it, you're far right. They are coming over to our country and claiming what is ours and what is exclusively ours and then blaming us 300 years ago. Mm. Oh, well, you came into our countries. We came into their countries when they were underdeveloped. We raised their life expectancy and their standard of living. <laughs> they come here to parasite off what is already a developed nation and because of their hatred for us. It is hatred. And that's the difference. It is hatred. And yet they claim that us, you know, what, defending our own people, saying that we have a right to exist, we have a right to a homeland, we have a right to our own history, heritage, culture, suddenly we're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But yet they advocate this all for themselves. So that's why I'm saying you can't can't say that we're being unreasonable when what you're advocating for your own people you're saying we can't so that's why i was trying to put across fantastic fantastic and you did a great job of it you really did is that a known person i think so in parliament or i no i don't know kate fanning speaker wow let's see hold on a second i'm looking her up here kate nicely done uh she gives speeches i know that i just Uh. don't know anything background on her again the guy didn't know what he's talking about, calling Syria part of Europe. Wait, what? Uh, since when? Did they move it? And I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> part of Syria? A that, European that was a, nation? Well, that no. was his hot take. Yeah, that was... Like, that's how he came back at it. That was a hot take. Yeah, yeah, well, Syria... Well, yeah, but what about Syria being part of Europe? Um, that's... You don't have a response to that, not, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, because it's not... Uh, so interesting. Wow. Here's a side-by-side 
that's been making the rounds when it comes to immigration <laughs> and New York City. <laughs> Daniel Penny uh, put a homeless felon in a fatal chokehold, of course, to stop him from attacking people on his New York train. His bail, $200,000. Okay. Last week, Mohammed Izzedine oh. broke into a New York home and raped a woman oh. at knife point. He was released without bail. I see. Interesting. That is insanity. Eric and, Adams, you listening? And, mm. and by the way, there's now organized crime rings of uh, oh. illegals in New York City. Jeez. Uh, high, high-end theft of uh, retail stores. Mm-hmm. So... Um, is that a problem? They got that going for them. So now, look, you get all the joys that, that come along with unfettered immigration, Eric Adams. Guess, yeah. guess you shouldn't have advertised yourself as a sanctuary city. <clears throat> and don't forget, on overtime today, we'll hear from an Iranian who crossed into the U.S. illegally. <laughs> I love this. And then warned the U.S. about what could be on the way for us. And it's, it's nothing good. Give you that little hint. What do you mean it's nothing good? <laughs> tell you about it on overtime today uh and if you want to be a part of overtime and you're not a blaze subscriber yet save twenty dollars at blaze tv.com slash pat with promo code pat blaze tv.com slash pat promo code pat saves you 20 bucks yeah. on your brand new subscription would you like a feel-good <laughs> video from the weekend uh, yes. I think we need that because uh, congratulations to the U.S. Uh, junior hockey champions who won gold at the tournament there. Hmm. And then uh, afterward, they, <laughs> um, they, they had the national anthem playing, and our boys sang it beautifully. Refreshing, huh? Nice. No kneeling. <laughs> Did we beat Finland for it? <laughs> they play hockey, obviously, better than they sing. Oh, they beat Sweden six to two. Sweden, okay. And can I just can you put that back up there? Six just, to two. Yeah, put a still wow. shot up there because you'll see the the logo on the upper right corner is uh, it's on TSN. That's a, a network in any point in the video you can put up there. TSN, look at that. Now, that's a Canadian sports network because ESPN hmm. didn't show this oh. part of the ceremony. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Here in America. Yeah. Why would you? But thank you, you to the uh, Canadian Sports Channel. You know, you, you got that offensive national anthem playing. Uh, and so they, I'm sure they didn't want to. We got to play commercials people. and stuff. You right. Know? There's that. Can't uh, show pride in America. That was very refreshing. Uh, yeah, really and, nice. And it's so nice. We are in a, uh, a patriotism desert in mm-hmm. America right now. So loved seeing that. Uh, get started on your New Year's resolutions with Factor. So you're ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery service takes the stress out of meal planning, and it sets you up for success this new year. Skip the grocery stores, skip the prep work, which I love, skip the cooking fatigue, and get chef-crafted approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. 
and lots more. Plus, over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and uh, flavorful flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Forget the frantic lunch prep and rushed dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon this new year, and they'll are all delivered right to your door. Factor now offers loads of snack options, too, like breakfast smoothies, uh, juices, snacks, and a lot more to keep me going no matter uh, what's the ske- no matter what the schedule is. Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eating. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides. If you're really in a hurry, you can pick up some of these things to energize you during a frantic time. Head to factormeals.com slash pat50. Use the promo code pat50. Get 50% off. That's promo code PAT50 at factormeals.com slash PAT50 and get 50% off. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Some tweets here. Pathead T tweets, don't let Fetterman fool you. He may say a few things we like to hear, uh, but he still votes 100% with Schumer and the rest of the crazy leftists. I'm not, not he hasn't fooled us. Mm-hmm. The 95, 95, 95. Yeah. yeah, just because we say a couple of nice things about him doesn't mean that we're going to vote for him. Right, it just, it's just fun to see this <laughs> yeah, it's just, from a Democrat. It is, it is. Uh, Paco D, the West has rejected everything. That made it exceptional. The demonization has only just begun. Yeah. Only just begun. Oh, that's beautiful. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, a high plane stranger. J6 was designed to prevent protests like the farmers in Germany. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly why they set it up and then did it. And that's one of the things in the speech on uh, Friday that Biden was bragging about. He was saying how how many years he's like those involved in the insurrection have gotten I don't know how many years it was total in prison. He's bragging about it. I mean, just a good so gosh, so gross. Well, they've they've what convicted over a thousand people? Yeah, twelve hundred, I think he said. And so, how many yeah. years does that represent? Uh, a lot, I'm guessing, because some of them that. got over twenty, uh, over twenty years in prison for what? By the way, uh, Mike Johnson has agreed to a, sp- a spending deal mm-hmm. for government funding in Thank goodness, 2024 right? with Chuck Schumer. That's good. <laughs> Averting a shutdown without the necessary border security demands. That's great. Ah, jeez. House conservatives just aren't uh, getting on board yet. Mm-hmm. Good. Which is, uh, which is good. I hope they don't. And that's uh, they January, shouldn't. January 31st, government scheduled to shut down. Is it still or did they avoid that Lit now? it. Lit it. And they haven't had the nah, vote they're yet. they're not going to let it. They're just not going to. They're too afraid of what that means. They can't. I guess they don't have any way to explain it to the American people that, look, essential things still happen. You're still going to get your Social Security and Medicare. You're, you'll get all that. Okay, the military still gets paid. Uh, things that need to happen still happen. But 
they're just not good at the messaging. They're just not. Uh, the TSA director is arrested by U.S. Customs and Border Protection. An official with uh, the TSA has been arrested on an outstanding warrant. TSA Assistant Federal Security Director Maxine McNamenum. McNamenum. Was arrested in Atlanta by U.S. Customs and Border Protection on December 28th. Had a warrant for her arrest uh, posted by the St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office, which claimed she and an alleged accomplice named Delroy Chambers Sr. exploited a relative suffering from dementia by falsifying documents in their name. Wow. Good people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great to take advantage of uh, dementia riddled people, isn't it? Just like they're doing with the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Uh, the Florida authorities alleged that the duo forged signatures on a quitclaim deed, transferring ownership of a property in the relative's name to themselves. The relative whose property was transferred to uh, she and Chambers allegedly could not have signed the quitclaim deed because the individual was found to have been in Atlanta on the date listed. Chambers was previously arrested on December 20th in Port St. Lucie, charged with two counts of exploitation of an elderly and disabled adult, a simple neglect, and two counts of forgery. He eventually bonded out of jail. She is facing a third-degree felony charge of forgery. Holy quality. Yeah. Just really, you know, the best people possible from our society in government. That's the good thing about it. So we got that going for us. Mm-hmm. Also, multiple government agencies executed a search warrant on an Amish farm in Pennsylvania on Thursday. So, whew, this was close. They were selling illegal milk. Uh, this this mm-hmm. is really upsets me. Yeah. Well, the streets are safe now for democracy mm-hmm. because uh, they've raided this Amish farm. Yep. Because of the illegal milk. And eggnog you don't want that no (laughs) yeah no you don't want that that's for sure (laughs) you don't want illegal milk being peddled around if you haven't you know been okayed by the government if you're not registered as a milk farm Mm -hmm. we're gonna shut you down we will find you uh you threats to society and we will shut you down yeah. I know you're out there. <laughs> the video uh, is it, it's angering uh, because it's all these federal agents that go in there. And, Descending on, yeah, state, on the f- Amish like, farm. I think it was state troopers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, three I mean, Pennsylvania state yeah. troopers, but seven employees of the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. So ten, ten I don't th- representatives of the government. I don't think Gene Shaheen nor Ben Franklin were right. We're not a democracy and we're not a republic. We're a mafia state. <laughs> Seriously. Well, but supposedly people got sick from their illegal milk. Okay. Oh, well. Two states away or gotcha. something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, they're okay. They didn't die. But, uh, you know, among consenting adults, uh, you can't really sell your milk if if you're informed and, okay, you know, that this, I don't know. It might contain E. coli. It might not. I don't know. So if Try it out, the government shuts down, <laughs> then then federal agents won't be available to go after Amish farmers in America. Oh, see, there's the scary part. That would just have to be a state yeah, issue. Yeah, that then? would that would be a state a state issue hmm. then. The raid of Miller's farm 
sought, among other things, illegal raw milk and raw milk products, including eggnog. <laughs> Miller, that's the name, Amos. Amos, Amos. Miller. You knew it was either he Amos or Jedediah. Yep. But Amos Miller has never licensed his retail operation. Whoa. And we can't have it. That's an unforgivable we sin. Cannot have it. How many illegal aliens did the federal agents pass on their way to Miller's farm? Oh, only about 700,000. Hmm. So, yeah, this is this was the most important thing the government has done in the past week by far. Thank you. This Thank is you. Pat Gray Unleashed. I ain't seen nothing yet. More on Trivia Friday as the playoffs begin in the NFL. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to figure out what game we want to do yep. this Friday. On Saturday, the Browns, Cleveland Browns, Houston Texans. That'll be at 4.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Dolphins Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs are only the three seed uh, this year. Uh, the Dolphins, man. <clears throat> if they had beaten the Bills last night, they could have stayed home and... Sunny South Florida and mm-hmm. hosted the Bills against next week, but instead, instead the Chiefs and in Kansas City it's supposed to be very cool. Single digits for that game. Ooh, and that, that game's only on Peacock, <clears throat> by the way. What? <laughs> That's going to be viewed by about eight people. Uh, <laughs> on Sunday at Steelers Bills. Mm-hmm. That's at one Eastern CBS. Uh, Packers Cowboys, four thirty uh, Eastern. On Fox, and then Rams-Lions. So the Packers did make it. I was wrong on virtually, I mean, every one, right? Oh, yeah. Every prediction to, was wrong. I need wrong. to update uh, our picks, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, that Rams-Lions game on Sunday night is going to be fascinating because that is Matthew Stafford versus Jared Goff, who were mm-hmm. involved in that trade a few years ago. All right. That's going to be interesting. Worked out for both teams, apparently. Uh, and then uh, Monday night, Eagles versus the Buccaneers. That'll be Monday Night Football. Hmm. I don't think they used to do Monday Night Football during the playoffs. That's a new phenomenon the last yeah, few years. Yeah, new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of interesting. So uh, there's your AFC, uh, your NFC lineup. And then that, in the I AFC, mean, you just well, went through both, all. right? Just we went, went through them all. all. Yeah. yeah, we went through them all. Uh, the one I didn't touch on is tonight's big national championship game. But you just skipped right through the NFL. And you didn't talk about the biggest news that uh, the Atlanta Falcons uh, fired their head coach overnight. Couldn't even wait till business mm. hours today. Thank you very much. Uh, Arthur Smith uh, has been given his walking papers. Is that a good thing to you or a bad thing? That's a very good thing. <clears throat> oh, okay. You've got some of the most outstanding offensive weapons in the league, and you're not using them properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I can't, I'm looking for it. I could have sworn I heard this morning. That his buyout uh, is going to be—he's going to get paid seventeen thousand dollars a day for the next three years, if I heard correctly. <laughs> which, that's not bad. Which the math on that—if mm. that—if that number that I heard <clears throat> is accurate—that's uh, going to equal what, eighteen million, eighteen point six million dollars mm-hmm. to sit around and not coach the Falcons. Which, by the way, regardless of what side of the fence you were on in the Arthur Smith thing. The end of that Saints game, a, a game against our rivals, uh, the Saints get the ball down to the one with a minute left and punch it in for a touchdown to go up 48-17. to 17. And after the game, Arthur Smith, the coach of the Falcons, goes over to the head coach of the Saints and cusses him out. Now, see, this is the NFL. 
<laughs> That's why you First fire the all, guy. That's right there why you fire yes, the guy for complaining yes. about that. I'm sorry. You make $18 million over the next three years. So that's $6 million a year. Okay? Stop them from scoring the touchdown. You're a professional coach. Yep. You've got professional players all making millions, mm-hmm. or at the very least, if they're on a rookie salary, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You can't stop the other team. Yeah, it's, that, it's, That's not their fault. No, it's okay? not. That's your fault. And the thing, though... Pathe- it's so pathetic. But the thing so was pathetic. that afterward, the Saints coach <laughs> apologized because he oh, actually instructed his team to kneel down. They ignored him and gave it to uh, mm. Jamal Williams, who hadn't scored a touchdown all year, and they were like, no, we're getting one for him. So they punched it in. That's with my it. boy. Yeah. Uh, so, Jamal Williams. So uh, congratulations. Former, former BYU Cougar, of course. So, I mean, this is a rivalry game. Last Never year, mind. he had 17 touchdowns. He led the league last year. This year, he had one? Yep. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. Uh, all right. So, you know what? <laughs> Earn your salary. I'm kidding. And I, stop yeah. the other team. Yeah, and that was pathetic. <laughs> That's just pathetic. I'm and, glad he was fired. And I loved it at the very end of the game uh, when when they were walking off the field and the uh, play-by-play announcer for CBS was like, yeah, I could see why he would be upset about that. And I, I'm so glad Tiki you, Barber uh, jumped in and was like, this is a football. You do whatever the hell you want. Yes! That, that, that was the quote. Thank you! I was like, thank you, Tiki. Exactly. Yes. I cannot believe that I'm in a position yes. where I have to defend the New Orleans this Saints. Is, this is football. Yes! We're not playing checkers here. (laughs) So, anyway. This is not backgammon among old people. Uh, Like, bingo in the church basement. You're playing football for millions of dollars. Yep, yep. yep. There's going to be a lot more pink slips uh, doled out throughout the NFL as the day goes on for sure. Seriously, that needs to be something that's addressed. Mm. Stop. Stop being such sissies. And play football. And if you get beat 48-7 instead of 41-7, suck it up and do better next time, multimillionaires. How about that? Jeez. (laughs) Speaking of multimillionaires, the uh, national championship in uh, (laughs) the supposed amateur ranks is tonight. (laughs) Supposed amateur ranks. Uh, Michigan and Washington get together to decide the national championship. That should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think is going to win that game? Uh, I... Uh, it's hard to say. Mm. Michigan. I want Michigan to win. You got a couple of quarterbacks auditioning for the Falcons' number eight draft pick. I would hate to see the Pac-12 right. win the national on championship their way out, yeah. on their way out the door uh-huh. to become the Pac-2. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. just to avoid that, I want Michigan to win. Yeah, I want Michigan to win too. Uh, and I think they right. will. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I think, I, so. So. It's, I think it's going to be an incredible game, though. Uh, they've had a they've had a weird year, you know. First of all, they had the supposed recruitment problem from 2020 that they had to deal with, uh, and then they had the the spy scandal where they were stealing signs or whatever stupid things. Yeah, and uh, Jim Harbaugh, of course, going to look good. Yeah, in Falcons colors uh, next year on the sideline there in Atlanta. Oh, you think that's who's they're <laughs> going to go after him? I don't know. He'll, he'll he he want he's considering an NFL job. It'll probably be somewhere else, like Las Vegas. I think is the leading candidate right now for him. Think he's going to leave Michigan? I don't know. We'll wow. see. Yeah, maybe, mm. maybe. Uh, all right. You want to save the planet? Of course. Uh, what you do is <laughs> buy an electric vehicle. Of course, you as do. we all know. Um, there's one way and one way only, to, <laughs> and that's for every single one of us to own an electric vehicle. 
that sits in your garage because it has no power because the grid can't handle it. <laughs> if you don't own an EV yet, it's probably because you're too stupid to understand the benefits. That's the problem. Uh, but we have Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg here to help us understand. You got any theories as to why uh, the adoption curve may not be what some forecasted a couple of years curve. ago? Yeah, I mean, at the outset, I want to make clear it's still growing. It's just a matter of the rate of growth. But we are seeing it go through some ups and downs. Uh, we need to make sure that we keep pushing the upfront cost, the sticker price uh, of EVs into a range where more and more Americans feel like uh, like it's to their benefit and uh, feel confident making that choice. Uh, but we know that there are going to be some fluctuations. We also have to make sure there's the charging infrastructure to support that yeah, for, uh, for long road trips. Thank and simultaneously, uh, we need to make sure that there's a level of education domestically. Yeah, about the charging capacity stupid. many people already have and don't know it. What I mean by that is uh, a majority mm-hmm. of Americans live in a single-family home uh, mm-hmm. where they might be surprised to realize that all you need technically for charging infrastructure is a plug in the wall. Of course, some people might get a level 2 charger or something that's, that's a little faster, but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people have more capacity than they already realize for, uh, for yeah. charging these And that's EVs. all free, right? That's all free, that uh, electricity that is being sucked into your vehicle now that's all free do you honestly think pete Buttigieg even even thinks about what's on the other side of the wall when you plug in your car no i don't we just need charging stations we don't need large capacity um electric plants like coal fired and and those that can handle all of the infrastructure that's required just plug it in a wall i mean they're acting like that's not even a problem. Not an issue. It's the same country, same government that is that is telling us that we're going to shut down power plants. Yeah, that can produce right. the energy needed for these stupid cars. I mean, they don't want to drill. Uh, they certainly don't want coal. What what is going to power all of these things? The five percent industry of uh, solar, solar and wind account for about five percent of our energy. So, do you love the planet, Pat? I I, I love the planet. Okay. Yeah. It's so, the only one we have. So you. It's wanna... the only home we have, Keith. Well, hold on. That's not according to uh, to uh, psychic Nikki. She said we're going to find this year oh. an Earth-like planet. Are we? So that we can get to. Sure. It's <laughs> it's right there, and, oh. and it's peopled by okay uh, human-like creatures, humans that look like humans. Joe uh, reminds me. Yeah. So, oh, is that what yeah. psychic Nikki said? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally it, okay. So there's an Earth planet mm-hmm. with humans on it. Yeah, I, I misplaced. That's I took, what I've always thought aliens would look like. So, mm-hmm. so look at that. So you so and Psychic Nikki are on. We're simpatico. There on you this. go. So obviously, um, the planet, as we know, we've been brainwashed into believing is just getting warmer and so hot. Like by the end of this year, it's going to be a hundred degrees in the shade every day in the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not. I would like us to put the. Uh, the graphic up that shows the uh, polar ice caps. Can we do that here? Because this is what you're looking at uh, in this graphic here. So that one right there, um, that is uh, December. Okay, that's December 29th, 2005 on the left. Okay. That's the North Pole. And then that's December 29th, uh, 2023 on the right. Oh. As you can see, there's actually, if you, if you really study this, there's more oh. ice in 2023 up there than there was in 2005. Oh, wow. Just FYI. 
So probably the problem. I love that. At, at I the, love that. The problem's at the South Pole, right? Let's see. Yeah. The okay. South Pole. All right. This is where we're going to see is, the this is incredible is. melting. Mm-hmm. Uh, December 29th, two thousand five, on the mm-hmm. left. December twenty ninth, twenty twenty three, on the right. Okay. And uh, as you can see, it's uh, pretty much identical. It's close. Yeah. yeah, it's close. So there you go. Um, catastrophic what's happening to our planet. <laughs> of course. In, in just the recent years, as illustrated by these. Antarctica's ice is almost gone, as you can see there. It's gone. It's just, I mean, it's yeah. poof. Beijing, coldest December on record in more than 70 years. They just got done with that. Yeah, they'll still tell us it's the hottest year of all time. <clears throat> coldest December on record. Hmm. Interesting. Did you see, we were talking about the electricity, that ERCOT is uh, going to connect the Texas grid uh, with some southeastern states. So that'll be interesting. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, bro. Oh, jeez. And, and what is so wild mm. about this, the article I was reading is that this thing has been so under the radar, and nobody knew this was happening except for... Some guy, so so a Keith Malinak clone that lives in a Louisiana parish gets some parish newsletter. <coughs> What's going on in the community? And he sees this thing about these high tension. Uh, it's gonna be like a community meeting, you know? Hey, mm-hmm. we need to talk about these uh, electrical lines coming through. And that's how they figured out that. Oh wait a minute! This is an ERCOT project from Texas that's coming through to hook in in Mississippi and Alabama or something. <laughs> What? Anyway, it's, oh, I mean, they have been trying to do it. this on the sly. But Jeez. you know what? Interesting. It's, uh, maybe we won't freeze to death here. Uh, and here's some somebody's EV doing its EV thing. Mm. This would be impressive, I'm sure. Oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. It's, so it's on fire? Wait for it. No! Oh, no! Hope you're out of there, bro. Whoa! That's a problem. I hope everybody was out of the car. Yeah, they were. Russian dash cam. And this just goes on and on and on and consumes the whole vehicle. But, uh, yeah. And batteries are uh, safe, eco-friendly, as is all the toxic smoke going Mm -hmm. into the air off this thing here. Oh, yeah, that's all. That's all good stuff right there. (laughs) Uh, We just want every vehicle to perform just like that. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Just plug it in. That's all you have to do. Is plug it in. And then... A lot of people don't know. You've got the capacity for it in your house right now. The magic happens. Just plug it in. It's There's no problem. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let me tell you about uh, my Patriot Supply. You know, traditional media is crumbling. Why? Because they're hiding something. Something big. People are realizing they're being lied to left and right. Even by institutions they thought they could trust. But you... You've known the truth all along. You also know that the time to prepare for what's coming is right now. Get started doing that by going to preparewithpat.com. There, you can save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Three months worth of food, that'll get you through just about any emergency. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies. Your family should be next. Sealed inside, ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories a day. Eat right, when, even when things go wrong, with these three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, you can get enough for each member of your family. They deserve your protection. Go to preparewithpat.com, order by 3 o'clock this afternoon for free same-day shipping. 
preparewithpat.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Biden made another move over the holidays to push his electric car agenda and live up to his nickname as Amtrak Joe by passing federal, uh, pressing federal employees to rent electric vehicles and take more trains. All right. I don't know if you're aware of this, but... What's that? Tell me. He was uh, standing at a train station one day. Uh, It was just after an article came out about how many air miles he traveled on Air Force Two. And uh, one of his good buddies, I mean, he went to his retirement party and everything. One of his good friends came up to him, grabbed him on the cheek, and kind of squeezed his cheek like that. Oh, yeah? And said, hey, Joey, baby! And he thought the Secret Service was going to shoot him in the head right then and there, which would have been bad because he would have died a second time. (laughs) He was already dead when this happened. Okay. And then to die a second time would have been really tragic. But they didn't shoot him. Didn't shoot him. And uh, he told him, hey, I don't want to hear about your air travel. Do you know you've traveled over 2 million miles on trains? <laughs> and most of that came after my death? Wait, maybe some of these government employees are now being told to take the train. Maybe they'll have a run-in with Ange, too. Maybe. They have their own story That's to possible. tell of yeah, right. meeting a ghost. Right. But in a new directive, federal employees were told to rent EVSs on uh, official travel when costs are less or equal to comparable gas-powered vehicles. Oh, it's a cost thing. Only when they're less. And where uh, charging stations are available. So that's not going to happen, obviously, because you can't meet those conditions. Additionally, federal workers were instructed to take rail for trips less than 250 miles when cost-effective and feasible, rather than flying. Again, it's not cost-effective or feasible. It also directs federal employees to avoid taking private vehicles for official travel. So you can't take your own car? That's kind of weird. Well, for federal federal hmm. employees that's always been a rule has it yeah if you're doing federal business you're not allowed to take your personal vehicle why is that do we huh. know uh liability really you're conducting oh federal okay business. oh i thought it was because the federal government just likes spending money and and can't imagine a world where you're saving them some <laughs> yeah you don't want that government employees should also opt for electric vehicles uh from lyft Uber or <laughs> taxi rides if available and increasing public transit use awesome so how do you know if the person who comes to pick you up in an Uber is coming in an, ele- an electric vehicle You have an or not? option now. You do have an option yes, there. Sir. Okay. All right. What? There's an option where you can be, you can specify an yes. electric vehicle? If it's available in your Uber oh, area. You could, yes. <laughs> so just like you could just rent mm-hmm. electric cars at Hertz or tour, uh, the yeah. tour app. Yeah, that, that is one thing that's really under my skin. Me and Hertz, we mm. do not get along. Oh, me they, neither. They, they, they mm. went a year uh, owing me money after Same. they double charged me. Did you ever and, get it back? And, and, yes, I did. Oh, good. And, and then five minutes later, not kidding, they filed for bankruptcy protection. Oh, wow. Um, after a listener of this program used his connections in the travel industry to um, get that money secured for me that I was rightfully owed. But the funny thing was is that five minutes after that, Hertz goes and buys a fleet of electric vehicles. Tesla electric vehicles. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
hurts, man. Nice. Yeah. I can't take you. So they bought the most expensive electric Yep. Vehicles. Yeah, once they had protection. Once they had protection, yep. Perfect. <laughs> Jeez. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, also, the Biden administration unveiled environmental regulations uh, over... Uh, the Christmas, Christmas yeah. oh, over the Christmas in. vacation, snuck targeting popular home and commercial appliances. Yeah, they did. Now, the whole appliance thing is, uh, I mean, that is a conspiracy theory, of course, perpetrated by right-wing kooks like us, except that this is another action that will impact millions of Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to help curb carbon emissions. Get uh, out of my face. The DOE finalized new energy efficiency standards for residential refrigerators and freezers and proposed standards for commercial fans and blowers. <laughs> Overall, the agency said the actions would eliminate 420 million metric tons of dangerous carbon dioxide emissions over the next three decades mm-hmm. and save households and businesses $5 billion a year on utility Wow, I bills. really hope the federal government doesn't shut down because then stuff like this won't get enacted mm-hmm. and then the planet will burn up and stuff. The DOE's standards for refrigerators and freezers will be implemented between tw- uh, 2029 and 2030 mm-hmm. and mark the first update to standards impacting those appliances in more than a decade. Yeah. You mean we haven't updated regulations every single year? We should do that. Yeah, if I, We need if, more regulations. If I'm one of these appliance manufacturers, yeah, <clears throat> I'm waiting until that election before I start making any plans <laughs> yeah. to update things. This yeah. is a banana republic, the way we go back and forth on this stuff. That's why when Trump, as we're in December of 2020, I saw the writing on the wall, Trump's out of here, mm-hmm. and um, he had relaxed the regulations on the, the amount of water that washers uh, can use, and that's when I went and got them. I got that's the appliances I got because I knew this kind of insanity was coming down the pike. Yeah, might be time for a new fridge. They've ruined washers. They've ruined toilets, showers. They've ruined showers. They've ruined air conditioners by taking the Freon and replacing with that insane stuff Obama wanted. That's more expensive and less efficient. I had to replace my entire AC unit because of the new stuff. The new they. My uh, AC guy could not do anything to my AC. Yeah, because it it was in violation. Yeah, of course. (sighs) Refrigerator standards are uh, much like dishwashers and clothes washers, where they've uh, they've been there have been so many standards over the decades that were either at the point of diminishing returns or negative returns, according to Ben Lieberman, Mm -hmm. who is a senior fellow at the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Uh, he said, and there is a tendency for the agency's own analysis to inflate the benefits. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're kidding. No. What a stunner that is. They would make stuff up or exaggerate or lie to us? <laughs> consumers are perfectly capable of making these decisions on their own, including consumers who want to buy extra efficient refrigerators or other models. If they want yeah. to. Exactly. Right. In addition to potentially increasing upfront costs for consumers purchasing new appliances, Lieberman said the new efficiency standards may harm product performance, as they always do. Mm-hmm. For example, he said new standards for dishwashers have led to cycles taking as much as twice as long to finish. <laughs> we are a stupid nation. Oh, my we, god! We just, we're... Uh, it's incredible. It's really incredible, isn't it? Go by, I'm, uh, you know... 
<laughs> they say they get until 2028, 2029 until they're going to implement these things, then I would mm-hmm. say go and buy your refrigerators uh, like in now. the next few years. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly before 2029, uh, for sure. They'll probably move those up, actually, if Biden is still in there uh, a year from now. And they'll eliminate them if, if Trump gets in. I'll bet. So. Yeah, you might want to just relax on that for a while. What if Nikki Haley gets in? Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't even want to think of it. You don't even want to think of it. I'm going to Argentina if Nikki Haley gets in. <laughs> what about Big Mike? Oh, oh that's the end. You're of trying us. to make us puke, aren't you? On the end. That's the end of us. All right, we've got overtime coming up today, and we'll be right back here tomorrow to do it all over again. See you then. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed.